song, Conversations with Myself, featuring me, myself, and I, sometimes a guest. Welcome, bienvenidos, welcomen, bienvenue, bienvenuto. However you say welcome in your language, welcome to my podcast. Now this is officially episode 5. And this episode is titled, Yesterday Versus Tomorrow. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the differences between yesterday and tomorrow. And then we're also going to talk about that little piece in between, otherwise known as today. And the difference that today will make on tomorrow. So really excited to cover this topic. Super grateful that all of you joined in. So let's just jump right into it. So, what's really interesting to me is that we spend a lot of time focusing on tomorrow, right? Like, people will will be real hesitant when they make a decision because they're so worried about what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Um, and then there's another group of people that focus heavily on the past, Right? They focus on things that have already happened and things they really can't do anything about. So with that being said, you know, those are the two the two main groups, right? You know, people that, that focus on tomorrow and the people that, that dwell on the past. But then there's also a third group, and that's the, the group we're gonna we're gonna focus on today for the most part. And that's the group of today. Now, when I was younger, my dad you know, I, I might have said something like, well, I should have done this. And my dad had a real funny saying that I'm sure some of y'all have heard before. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but didn't. And if you haven't heard that, there you go. i just give you a little nugget. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but didn't. Think through how many times, you know, you've said to yourself, well, I should have did this. Or I could have done this. Or man, if I can go back in time, you know, well, I would have done this even if circumstances were different, right? So it's always shoulda, woulda, coulda, but ultimately we didn't. And so what I want to talk about is how do we, how do we eliminate that didn't and turn it into an I did? And the reason behind that is because if we don't, like just by, by default, right, by the cycle of life, time is going to continue to go by. We can't stop the hands of time, period, right? So time is going to going to continue to go by tick tock tick tock tick tock and before you know it you're gonna have a whole crap ton of yesterdays and very few tomorrows remaining and that leaves what's in the middle is today so whether you're 80 years old and realizing there are very few um, tomorrows remaining or you're you know, 1920, and you're like, hey, I've got a, a whole ton of tomorrows remaining. Either way, we will always have to deal with today, right? So here's where I'm going with this. The flip it principles are all based on taking the situation that you're in, especially if it's a negative one, and turning it or flipping it and turning it into a positive situation. And again, it's all about perspective, right? You know, in, in the last episode, we talked about the fire burning and how the, the soil had a lot more nutrients after the fire compared to before. And so 
the point of it is the fire does not change right it, it is it is a situation that happens that you cannot change just like when you know i was talking about the accident right i i, I didn't get to choose on march 29th whether i lived or died that happened it is a fact and i cannot go back and change history so when we look at our lives now you're going to be faced with situations every single day right in that moment in that moment of today now let me break this down simpler right Four and a half minutes ago, this podcast started. That four and a half minutes ago is now in the past. You cannot get that time back, right? It's already happened. It's done and over with. What makes the difference is now that that's happened, right? What do I do next? Because now I'm in the present. And again, five seconds ago when I started this, I was in the past. And 10 seconds from now, it's going to be the future. Sounds silly and ridiculous, but hear me out, right? When a situation occurs, you are in that moment. You cannot go back in time. You cannot change the situation. So the challenge becomes, what do you do with your tomorrow? And I'm not just saying like tomorrow as in Sunday or Monday or day of the week or the date of the month or whatever. I'm not saying in that way. I'm being more precise with it. When I say, what are you going to do with the tomorrow? What I mean is once that situation happens, you have to make a decision on which direction you're going to go. You get to decide in that moment, in your today, you get to decide what step am I going to take? What direction am I going to take? And whatever decision you make, that is going to determine the outcome. I mean, it seems simple, it seems simple right? Um, but the point of that is using the flip it principles, you can take any negative situation and in that moment decide that I'm going to think differently and I'm going to do it different and I'm going to have a different outcome, right? So someone had asked me, you know, how do you, how do you make a positive outcome out of death? You know, that's terrible. I'm sad and I'm grieving. And you're, they were absolutely right. Like death is, is a very sorrowful thing. Um, and it, it really wreaks havoc in the grieving process. It hurts. I've lost people in my life. I think everyone at some point has. Here's the point of that. When someone said, how do you see the positive in death? Let me give you an example, and please allow me to elaborate. I watched my kid's grandfather, we call them dad, I watched him slowly pass on. Just got weaker, weaker. He was suffering, he was tired, could barely see until ultimately he passed on into the next world or in the afterlife, whatever anyone believes, his life ceased here on earth in this life. So, of course, we were sad, but here's the flip it in it. Why was I sad? Why was anybody sad? Because someone that they loved is passing on. It is a, it's something to be sad about. However, is he suffering anymore? No. He had to do dialysis three, four days a week. And then he'd come back from dialysis and he would lay in the bed and sleep for hours on end because he was just so drained physically. And I'm sure spiritually and emotionally, he was just as tired. So how selfish would I be to allow myself to be sad and just see this negative situation out of his passing? Because you know what the flip it is? He's not suffering anymore. No longer does he have to go to dialysis. 
There was no changing the dialysis. He, he had to have that. He could not change the situation that he was in, nor could I change the situation that I was in, having to watch him slowly pass away. But what I could do is look at it and say, you know what, he is no longer suffering. So for those of you that face that grieving process, right, and a loved one has passed away, and it's a sad, terrible thing, and even, you know, if someone passes away young and they're like, oh, he was too young to die, it was a tragic accident. Even in that situation, is there a flip it? Absolutely. Absolutely. If someone was young and they were in a tragic car accident, what would be better, right? What would be better for that person? Not, not for you and not for our own selfish reasons, but what would be better for that person? Laying in a bed, mentally brain dead, attached to machines as a result of the accident. They're around for us, so we get to see them. We get to go and, and be in their presence every day, but what are they going through? What's the process like for them? I'm going to share a very personal example to really drive this point home. My mom suffers from dementia, Alzheimer's. She doesn't know who I am when she sees me. She hasn't spoken a word in two years. I haven't heard her voice um, in probably three or four years. It would be very selfish of me to say, that I want my mom to continue to live. Do I want her to continue to live? Absolutely. But here's the point, and here's the flip it. My mom is suffering mentally. Imagine that. For those of you who have kids, imagine the pain and the confusion of looking at your children and not knowing who they are. And then put it on the other side, imagine the pain that your children would go through to have their parent not remember them. Now, I'm not saying this for any sympathy reasons, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get you to realize something. My mom, when she passes, will I be sad that she left this world? Absolutely. Will she be better off? 100%. Because she's not suffering anymore. So please don't come at me, right, after you hear this, or even in general on Facebook or wherever you see this podcast, right, don't come at me and go, you can't flip death. Sure as hell you can. The problem with it is we are too selfish to acknowledge the fact that we want that person to stay on earth for our own selfish reasons. And you can give me all the bullshit that you want saying, no, no, I want them. They, they, they want to be here. They want to live a fulfilling life. Really? Is that what they're saying? Is that what Grandpa Art said? When he was passing on, no. You know what he said? He said, I'm tired. So you can absolutely flip death 100%. So it comes back to the, well, Jamie, what's the point of yesterday versus tomorrow? The point is we cannot control yesterday. Yesterday is done and over with. We don't know what tomorrow holds. But what we can do is we can look at tomorrow as a positive thing. We can look at whatever situation we're going through today, find a positive in it, and drive on. Because you can do that, or you cannot. And let me give you an idea of what happens when you don't. Let's say that you worry about a situation, or you think negative thoughts 
20 minutes out of the day, right? And you did that consistently for 50 years. You would have spent out of those 50 years, you would have spent approximately 254 days doing absolutely nothing to better your life. 254 days worrying about something. And here's the kicker. Worrying about it or seeing it in a negative light doesn't change the fact that it happened. It's not going to change. That situation will still have happened because there's certain things in life that we just cannot control. But what we can do is we can make a conscientious decision and effort to say, not me. I'm not going to spend 254 days out of my life. That's almost a year. I'm not going to spend that much time out of my life being negative. Because what changes? Not a damn thing. But if you see the positive in those situations, even half the time, six months out of your life, you are going to be happier. It's really that simple. It really is that simple because if you sit here and you tell me that you're happier being negative, you're a damn lie. And you know it. Because there are not good endorphins that get released when you're happy or when you're, when you're angry and you're negative. It does not exist. They're released when you're happy. So this is what I challenge you to do. This week, I challenge you to again see the positive in any situation that you're faced with and remind yourself what I do and how I react in this moment is going to determine what my tomorrow looks like. So thank you all so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, drop me an email, conversationswithmyself21 at gmail.com. I know this was a long episode, but I, I really appreciate you if you stuck all the way through. So gracias, merci beaucoup, I appreciate you very much. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk next week. Take care. Off a of